0: to you nice and crisp on those levels. Aaron, thank you so much for figuring out how to talk to the people real directly, right in their ear holes. It was super important to the listening experience. Their ear balls. Their ear balls. Um, before we get started today, I'd love to ask you what's your uh, favorite show right now? Because a lot of shows just released their premieres or a new season. What are you really interested in right now?
1: Uh, you know, it's so hard to decide because it we've got like... At least five or six that we're watching, and I'm having a hard time um, wanting to say one because I want to say Avatar: The Last Airbender because we're actually going back and rewatching. Which that. is
0: absolutely not at all within the parameters of the questions that I asked you.
1: I know, I know, and and I w- if I didn't say that, I would say Steven Universe because we're going back and rewatching that, even though we never finished it in the first place. So, um of the new stuff that we're watching. Um, I really dig magic for humans. Yeah. Um, Justin, not Justin Whalen. That's a completely different person. The The host of the show or the magician from the show. He, he just has a very um, engaging personality.
0: Yeah. I think he's a lot of fun. And he ties everything together really well. And I know you know how the magic is done, but I don't. And that makes me enjoy it more.
1: Well, and that's something else, too, is I'm usually the one I'm like, I got to peek behind the curtain. Uh, he is, he's got some tricks. I'm like, I have no earthly idea how they do that without some camera magic.
0: I guess it'll be interesting to find out if you really care about that sort of thing. Me, I just like being duped continuously.
1: (laughs) I, I, yeah, now, uh, I, there are some fun things that he does. I'm like, oh, that's, of course, they're, 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 they're tricking us. But there's some things I'm like, how, but, uh. I do have to ask you, though. I think I know what the answer is. What is your favorite show right now?
0: Oh, uh, we're finally watching the new season of She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, and I'm really excited for that. I've already seen fan art because people have already binged the entire fifth season. We are. It trying just to- came out like
1: four days ago.
0: I know. We are trying to be good. We have limited ourselves with all our new shows. We are only out to binge one episode of each new show a night, and I think that's worked out pretty well for us so far. It allows us to savor the experience, not Harry Potter 7 this all over again.
1: <laughs> I am uh, apologizing for my super bright white legs because in the video it is like bad. I'm <laughs> well, uh, sorry, bright white legs.
0: No, I I know what you said. I heard you say bright white legs. Okay,
1: I I was making sure I didn't stop at bright white light, so.
0: No, I heard the legs. You do that, and then turn on the volume just slightly on my side, because I hear everything. When you rubbed your legs, I heard that. Yeah, it's real loud. I can hear each individual hair follicle.
1: The volume thing's over there. Uh, What you got? this thing right here yeah you can turn it down
0: oh thank jesus okay oh that's so much better
1: i need to hear like almost everything no you
0: you can hear me pop and snap and crackle but i that was so much for me uh yeah i know what you think i was going to say you thought i was going to say the great which i put up there with the crown in historical shows that are put together so well that You watch them because you're invested, not because you actually like them. It's not entertainment, but you do need to know what happens. I would say the same thing, perhaps, of Breaking Bad, too, because everyone watched it. But that wasn't really entertaining. That was, again, you had to know what happened. You just had to know why. Why? Why? It's not fun to watch someone choke to death in their own vomit, but you have to know why they did that. (laughs) Just, why? Why? So... I've been
1: enjoying it because the actors in this are just phenomenal. The writing is very um dry and witty. Um and it's uh very sardonic, but I have been enjoying the acting in it, so
0: hmm. Yeah, it does really good with that. And I think again, only ten episodes out of that too, so we gotta pace ourselves, savor this. Because I got the very sad feeling that uh after a while there won't be any new stuff. At least as far as television programming goes.
1: Yeah, where we finally have to like actually go and look at our lists for Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and be like, oh, I put that on my list forever ago. I guess I actually have to watch that. This anime that I've been looking at forever? Well, there's, I guess I finally have to watch it. There's
0: infinite entertainment. I'm sure we'll find something else to watch eventually. Maybe we'll watch Steven Universe for the third time, but why don't we start with our <laughs> second viewing first?
1: Or Avatar: The Last Airbender for the third time. As always. <laughs>
0: uh we actually have a good list today. You know, we've just been doing five episodes at a time out of season 2, but the five episodes we've picked today are actually part of a Steven Bomb. And a Steven Bomb was how they were releasing episodes on Cartoon Network. They would air new episodes of Steven Universe daily during the regular working week. So they would release these one day after another, new, 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 for an entire week straight. So the reason why this feels like a cohesive story of five episodes all tied into one arc is because it was planned that way. It was planned to be binged over the course of a week. And I think that's pretty cool.
1: I think that's pretty darn super.
0: Uh, If you're curious, the other uh, Stephen Bombs, the first one that they did started with Rose's Scabbard Included The Message, Political Power, The Return, Jailbreak, and Ended With Full Disclosure. The second Steven Bomb was started with Sworn to the Sword, and then had Rising Tides, Crashing Skies, Keeping It Together, We Need to Talk, and Teed, which is what we just finished watching. So we just did our last Steven Bomb before this Steven Bomb.
1: Sorry, I'm just noticing how like utterly dark your hands are right now.
0: Oh, that's right. We're on camera. So my hands look like this because I used liver of sulfur to oxidize copper sheeting. And then today I used a fine grade steel wool to polish it away back to a shine. And then I used liquid nails to attach it to boards. My hands are completely filthy and completely clean at the same time. This is after three washes and still looks like this. So I have I have art teacher hands clean, (laughs) perfectly clean, but Filthy, stained are, beyond reproach. Everything's under the fingernails. There's no, there's no help for it.
1: You can actually like see me just stare at your hands on the video <laughs> screen. I so. thought you
0: just thought I had an eloquent way of talking with my hands, but no, it's just that they're filthy.
1: No, typically people who talk with their hands go like this.
0: Is that how they go? I've been doing it all wrong. I'm gonna need to take some lessons.
1: Well, yeah, you just have to watch me.
0: <laughs> so the three, uh, five episodes we are discussing today are cry for help. Keystone Motel, Onion Friend, Historical Friction, and Friendship, which were all part of the third Stephen Bomb or The Week of Sardonyx. <laughs> so, this was a whole big arc, and I can see why now that we've gotten to the end of this particular Stephen Bomb. And I am very glad that we finally got to Sardonyx. I forgot what a sad revelation, though, it was the first time she showed up. She's a fun character, super fun and awesomely designed and well acted, but I forgot what turmoil her entrance caused
1: not even so much that she caused but the the episode where she's that she first appears in what it means so um but yeah let's let we'll start with that uh, that same episode
0: all right so cry for help when tv broadcasts are disrupted by a video signal emitted by peridot from the gem communication tower garnet chooses to fuse with pearl into sardonyx to destroy it which dismays amethyst as the tower keeps being fixed, however, Stephen and Amethyst are shocked to discover who's really behind it.
1: This is a, a really powerful episode because it um, really just kind of shows the, the flaws within the Crystal Gems.
0: The fact that there's this conflict between them, this really interpersonal conflict, totally based around their character and their emotions strikes me as something that should have been an end-of-season cap, like something they took, like, three seasons to get to, this big breakdown of this group. But instead, they handle it and deal with it, and there are ramifications and repercussions. It takes five episodes for them to forgive one another and get back to a semblance of normality. But it's so interesting to see this fusion bring out the strength and amethyst who has already dealt with this problem and has already reached the emotional maturity that Pearl and Garnet have not gotten to yet. Amethyst, our our beautiful misunderstood crazy sonic the hedgehog spinning amethyst, (laughs) who is normally not the voice of reason, is the one who totally figures out, Oh, I know exactly why Pearl did this bad thing and Garnet, I know why you're upset, can't we just work this thing out?
1: Yeah, um and I mean the episode doesn't start that way, but it definitely um continues along the lines of um sorry i'm 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 trying to compile my words together it definitely it builds
0: in d- all the foreshadowing
1: yeah it doesn't start in the way uh, cuz amethyst feels left out you know cuz sugilite is a very um brass character and she uh is a very uh big force to be reckoned with and it's hard to um it's hard for uh, garnet to return to that cuz she knows as powerful as sugalite is she can't return because it's it's almost like a drug because uh, the the drug that it, it fusion can be um, the that one is almost too um, powerful to be at, at the very beginning.
0: What's interesting is that when sugalite is formed, sugalite is the destructive force, not garnet and amethyst. But when Sardonyx is formed, it's pearl and garnet that are the destructive forces. Sardonyx is not a bad character. Isn't a character that can't be controlled. It's these two wanting to fuse together to be her. That's the problem, not herself. Whereas with Sugalite, Sugalite was the problem.
1: Um, yeah, and it's and she even says, you know, like I'm I'm rash and you're um, I forgot what the impulsive ex- impulsive, uh, and when we're together as Sugalite, it's it's hard for us to keep control, uh, or it's hard for Sugalite to keep control. Um, but, so, instead, they do Sardonyx, who is very, uh, punny. She's
0: a magician, and she's punny, and she has this great way of, this rich laugh. Uh, it's all very good. She's got a, a way with words, and she loves to throw different kinds of, uh, what do you call them? similarms metaphors. Uh, it's a it's a grammar word that is escaping me right now. Similes and metaphors is what I was thinking of. Uh, and yes, on occasion, I have been known to smash.
1: And I love the mix. Uh, like especially with um uh a later fusion, which again I will not say here. Um, but the uh, there is a later fusion that really mixes the two weapons that two gems have. And this one absolutely is a cool way to mix the two um
0: garnet's gloves and pearl's spear become this yeah. giant warhammer
1: uh and it's and it's so fun and they they do something else with it in a um a, a later episode but it's it's so it, it's so neat um
0: I think for me though we have this ability to kind of like write out amethyst is not complex or as interesting as the other two characters but i feel like this episode is a good job of making sure that we don't forget about her in the rush oh the, yeah the fact that she gets a song i think is the reason why we still realize what amethyst why she can figure this out sooner than anyone else cuz she's gone through the exact same thing
1: and this is actually her first time of her um her first time of her getting a solo
0: yeah um she same with steven but when they were doing a duet as they were running away from home. But this is the first time she's got to do her own thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, the IMDb trivia is this one of the only pieces of trivia. Is this is her <laughs> first solo.
0: It's interesting that there isn't a lot more trivia for this. Because this episode is really highly rated. This is one of the ones that gets talked about a lot. And I think it has a lot to do with it being the first of a Stephen Bomb. And just the th- path of destruction this weaves to the next four episodes. How they're all completely tied to this to to Pearl's mistake to her well-documented feelings of inadequacy finally being pushed to the breaking point where she is literally sacrificing the long game giving Peridot a chance to broadcast her escape message to Homeworld just so she can feel that relationship again because Garnet is so together They talk a lot about Garnet's strength. I think a lot of it has to do with her personification of relationship, of love. She is completely one with herself. And so it's so easy for the other gems to look at her and be envious of her, especially Pearl, especially Pearl, who ever since Rose Quartz died has been listless, has been incapable of feeling whole without serving something else. And we also get a little bit of talk about how Pearls are perhaps this Weaker race, at least in the eyes of the gems, that a pearl has to be in service of some other more powerful gem.
1: And she, um, well, we're, I think we're skipping ahead just a Not little No, that's
0: from this episode. And we even talk about a defective pearl. That is what Jasper calls her.
1: Yeah, which, I mean, they, they talked about a little bit. Um,
0: who's uh, hanging with us on the live chat, hun?
1: Well, um, Something has happened, and um, I won't mention it here, um, but uh, I'm afraid I may have made a mistake. So, oops, not what Um, I meant to do.
0: Do we need to stop recording for a moment?
1: No, 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 no. Uh, It's, no, no, it's like a, I may have made a boo-boo, so.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think that, again, Sardonyx is, you know, Peridot is like this catalyst for Sardonyx to show up and um i love I really do love Sarnag's design. I love her twisting segmented body, and I love this idea, uh especially the voice yeah, actress. It's
1: not so much twisting as it was rotating. Mm-hmm. I did really like that um uh i i I'm, we let's talk about the plot of it because we're talking about the themes, but um okay, I'm sorry, that was a smile of like we've already talked about it, and you're not been paying attention. <laughs>
0: Well, it actually happens all the time, so you uh, will forgive me for thinking that is exactly what happened again.
1: Um, So, I think, because what happens is you're talking a lot about this, but we've not actually talked about what actually happens in the episode. Um, So, we're talking about the themes of the episode without actually talking about the episode. Okay. Did, um, uh, tell me right now, (laughs) did we talk about it? Is this
0: another boo-boo for you?
1: No, um, (laughs) I'm... I'm, I'm being honest uh, did that
0: it's okay uh yeah just that paradox trying to send a message to homeworld they form uh, sardonics to try and destroy the tower which they do and then it turns out that pearl has been rebuilding the tower behind all of their backs so she can keep fusing with garnet to form Sardonyx.
1: yeah and it's and what happens okay so um the reason this is such a big deal is because garnet is a fusion garnet is a walking talking breathing uh fusion and it's such a betrayal of trust it's a betrayal of a trust to her core ruby and sapphire kind of cease to be but also continue to be this relationship of garnet garnet is the personification of this relationship so to abuse the trust of of her um to just get a a taste of the feeling of a fusion is a huge blow to her um her you know her trust but there's another uh, term i might be forgetting and you can see garnet just absolutely furious and i think it's probably the maddest we see her besides maybe um maybe on the ship uh in jailbreak but uh it's such a a heartbreaking episode because we see the the gems get shattered um because in the next episode we see the kind of ramifications of this um but i the um it's such a it's a great almost character study of the episode too because Pearl feels justified in this episode because she is a um, she, Gar- or not Garnet Garnet uh, Amethyst and Pearl like to fuse just not together because they don't get along that well. But they do it with Garnet because Garnet is already powerful. And when they do it with Garnet, it, it creates this powerful being. And then, of course, when they do all three do it, it is a, a immensely powerful being. So it's it's almost like Digimon. Like there's certain levels of uh digi digivolut- or digivolution, um that you know like even at one level you're already really powerful, and then when you grow beyond that you're
0: just super
1: powerful. <laughs> um,
0: you put it well though, hon. The reason why Garnet's so upset is that this was a breach of trust. It was a complete disrespect for what fusion is to her. It's a complete betrayal. It's just, it's so heartbreaking, and to watch Pearl watch Sugalite destroy the tower for good, it's just this heartbreaking thirty seconds. It's, it's tragic, and I think you know we have crying breakfast friends in the background,
1: voiced again by the same three actresses,
0: and wondering you know why you know it'd be nice if life was like a cartoon because the episode ends and. There has been no reconciliation.
1: Yeah, because the next episode, um, Keystone Motel, uh, actually starts off with um, Pearl not they're getting the silent treatment by Garnet, and I don't think it's a purposeful like, oh, you, I'm so mad at you, I'm not going to talk to you. I think Garnet honestly is dealing with the internal struggle. I think it's a little petty that she she is being a little petty and not talking to her, but I think she's also still de- dealing with the internal struggle.
0: Yeah, if we try to put this in human terms, I think I'd have trouble speaking to a person who lied and took advantage of me.
1: <laughs> Jesus, sorry.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you hear that earthquake just hit the house? It definitely wasn't your hand that knocked the mic. It was absolutely a force of nature and nothing less.
1: Anywho, uh, so uh, Garnet, uh, sorry, Greg uh has to go to the next state over,
0: oh, so we're okay, so sorry so, I, so
1: uh, no what, look, do you want to keep talking about um, no, but
0: you just want to do the the synopsis first,
1: uh, sure Of
0: Keystone motel, yeah, yeah, this well, this yeah. is
1: a kind of a weird block because there's everything so kind of
0: feeds into each other, yeah, yeah, and
1: the the themes are so deep that you kind of have to like you have to quickly do the synopsis, then talk about the themes,
0: yeah, well, she accompanies Greg and Stephen on a road trip to another state and a visit to a motel garnet's anger over what pearl did in the previous episode causes her to split into ruby and sapphire
1: and this is a this is a really cool episode because um you get to see garnet's internal struggle but you also get to see steven kind of have to deal with the two of them and you've seen him deal with amethyst and um pearl and even garnet at times But the fact that he's, like, he gets excited because, A, that Garnet's coming, and, B, that he gets to see Ruby and Sapphire, even though they're both dealing with this, it's it's an interesting episode because it's, he's having to kind of struggle because he's never really got to know Ruby and Sapphire outside of being Garnet. And he's trying to, you know, balance the two of them in their anger and their frustrations
0: the awfulness of just trying to get away from a bad situation when people just aren't communicating effectively. And then he says it to have it follow me no matter where I go. It's just a bad situation everywhere. Is it me? Why can't I just be happy? And
1: it's such a kid thing to say. And I mean, like I've been both the kid and the people who are mad and it's, it's hard um, on both sides of things. Like, i I think you and I both have been uh, the person who's trying to make everything better, you know, trying to be the referee or you know the therapist. but it it's one of those things where you you can't you kind of just have to let it run its course. And even Greg, I think it is like you know you just kind of have to let it go and hope it gets better. The storm is gonna pass. and Stevens just he's trying. he's trying to ride out the storm, but it's tough because he's literally in the middle of the storm instead of being in the eye of the storm. And you know when these two gems In the middle
0: and the eye, not the same thing. Sorry,
1: when I say in the middle, he's eye adjacent, but not in the <laughs> eye middle of the story. He's eye
0: adjacent.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we finally get to see Ruby and Sapphire again. I do like that. Uh, it's a different sort of relationship than I think we perhaps expected, because we've only ever seen them once before. Uh, when you talk about Garnet being a conversation, it's she is two different viewpoints. She is Ruby's hot headedness and Sapphire's cold detachment, and it's not the same thing. Like Lillian Marshall, who are the same, you know, they're perfectly in sync and they share one perspective and they become a we and a a, a wee monster instead of just an I and a them. Uh, but what about a
1: we we you monster? A
0: we you monster. Uh, but Garnet isn't that way. There are two different points of view going on, and they both. I think, I mean, it shows, I mean, it's really easy when you're a fusion to just break apart and you can literally say what goes on in everyone's head when you have two competing points of view and how to address one and satisfy the other. And I mean, you know, they're both right. Ruby's right. Pearl did betray their trust. But Sapphire's right, too. Eventually, we're going to forgive her, so why not just get it over with now? And I think the message at the very end is really nice. It's not that, of course, they'll get back together. That's not the point. The point is what's going on right now still matters, even if eventually it's all going to make up. Like, like every married couple, eventually you're going to make up. You can't live in anger for the entirety of the rest of your lives. Eventually you're just going to have to let it go. But that doesn't mean that what happens right now during the makeup isn't important. You can't just walk away from it and come back and it's going to be perfect. You have to work through that stuff yeah
1: you can't be like oh i made the missus angry so i'll just go to the bar and let it all blow over you have to be able you have to be willing to work through the issues to be able to w- get to the final point um that's why like you know i never uh try to just be like well uh, you know i'm out of here deuces you know um well
0: i appreciate that <laughs>
1: Like you always like try to run away, but like no, you you don't leave. So, um, and and for this situation, you know, they kind of they do separate, but they kind of have to because one is chilly, chillingly silent. The other one is, uh, you know, in a red hot anger. So, and the two powers kind of Ruby
0: burning up the pool is really humorous. <laughs> like,
1: oh, you made a warm spot.
0: It's hot, like, hot, hot, hot. It's boiling. Oh. God. <laughs> and then sapphire just freezing up the entire room. I'm fine. <laughs> just all like, little ice particles drifting everywhere. And
1: the uh, toilet's frozen. Sorry about
0: that. Life I, is pain. Uh, That's inevitable too.
1: <laughs> he's not gonna like that it's square. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the square pizza. I do like Greg and all of this. I'm gonna meet a guy, I met on the internet. If I'm not back in an hour, you can call the police. <laughs>
1: I agree. Greg is such a great constant in a lot of this stuff that it's, it's so great to have him. Um, he's not there all the time, but when he's there, it's, it's, it's a nice like breath of fresh air, but it it's, and it is hard because there are times when you want to be Ruby and you want to be mad and you want to, you know, you know, vent, and there's times you want to be Sapphire where you just want to sit in icy silence the whole time. But it, you know neither side is right and but there's times when you have to get your frustration or anger out in that particular way so um and then it, it does kind of come to a head where they're in, they're out at a breakfast the next morning and um uh, the 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 fight continues so far that the the table knocks over their breakfast and um <laughs> steven like had a smiley face and breakfast. It's a frowny face and it's now. a frowny face and he just lets it drop and he's and he's so mad you
0: ruined breakfast
1: my breakfast is crying now
0: <laughs> we do also get laughy saffy
1: <laughs> not in front of steven
0: oh my gosh steven's blushing like uh should i i'm am i old enough to see this <laughs>
1: there's a
0: lot going on here
1: there were yeah there were some uh i was like i was like <laughs> the collar pulling on that
0: so they come back to Beach City and you think oh okay so she Garnet had her internal reconciling she's back together she knows what she needs to do and Pearl's there just pathetically pathetic Pearl just trying so hard in every wrong way to make Garnet forgive her and you think oh well, Garnet's going to be good she's going to do it and she walks in and says not now and walks away it's like we're still we're still not there again. The show knows we aren't there yet. we've got to keep this going and I have seen some people who watched it at the time, kind of mad the arc takes this long. I find it refreshing to have something that has consequences stretch beyond the frames of its own episode.
1: It's very um i don't I don't want to say unforgiving. But it's it allows itself to go through all the emotions. So, um, it allows itself to, you know, be able it, it 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 like it says is you know, it would be great if things worked out and you know, uh and like it does in a cartoon or like how Scrubs, you know, they're like, you know, it'd be great if everything wrapped up in a thirty minute segment. Uh, you know, like man we need you know $25,000 and some change
0: there's a talent competition coming up with exactly $25,000 on the line but you know life isn't like that
1: and it's it's not and it 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 sucks and and it's hard you know we watch tv or we watch movies to escape that you know the we escape that, to escape reality but we also watch it to see how these characters would deal with this kind of stuff and I don't and I I agree I don't think Garnet would forgive her at that point because because I think both of the gems you know Sapphire and Ruby even as Garnet or separate it's still it was such a betrayal of her trust or their trust because this is their life Mm -hmm. you know 24 7 sorry yeah exactly um, that you can't just Immediately come back from that, it wow. is something to take a while exactly, and yeah they'll they'll eventually make up for it, but it's it's going to take a lot so, and <laughs> it's going to take a lot of time too, so that moves us to the next episode <laughs>
0: onion friend during a visit to onion's house, amethyst rekindles her friendship with his mother, Vidalia, while Onion shows Steven around his room i mean that's one way to put it, the other way is that psychotic miniature vegetable comes back into our lives and is terrifying on all accounts, as is Onion's way. Why is Onion... I mean, we know where Onion's from and what Onion is, but why is Onion is the bigger question in all of this.
1: Why is Onion?
0: Why is Onion? <laughs> we see the return of... Vida- when I, when, when <laughs> why is Gamora? Why is Gamora? Uh, we see the return of Vidalia, who we've only seen in a flashback back when we first uh, heard about Greg... And his band manager going around trying to make uh, Greg Universe, Mr. Universe, a thing. Uh, and we see now how all of these characters who we have subtly been, I guess, not connecting in the back of our brains, suddenly all come together. Oh, I get it now. Vidalia is Onion and Sour Cream's mom and married to Yellowtail.
1: Sour and, Cream and Onion?
0: Yeah. Oh, and Vidalia's a kind of Onion and yep. Yellowtail's... I mean, it's it's all very purposeful. <laughs> Uh, onion opening up his mouth to have a live mouth just sitting inside it like why 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 rebecca why <laughs> just terrifying so terrifying this small child in the way that i think most small children are terrifying because they lack basic things like empathy yeah and, and to have him just hiding inside steven's cabinets ready to steal his chaps chaps
1: so I think you're – I mean, yes, that is the main focus of the episode, but that's not the main focus of the episode. The main focus of the episode is the rekindling of this friendship of uh, Vidalia and Amethyst, uh, who were, like, super good friends back in the day and just kind of, you know – they didn't they didn't have a falling out. They just didn't connect as much. Uh, you know, Vidalia had sour cream, and then um, – amethyst probably around the same time started you know hanging out with greg um and rose quartz who then got pregnant with steven so um it's hard when friends like that drift apart it's never you never realize that you've not talked to someone in years until it's been years um and i've had friends like that where in fact our good friend jonathan i knew him in high school and, um, I didn't speak to him for a couple of years until one day he's like, Hey, I heard you talk to my girlfriend in uh, at the mall or right now my girlfriend, in the mall I'm like, no, no, I just saw her at, uh, while she was at work and she helped me pick out a squ- sweater. He's like, <laughs> relax, man. I'm just joking. I'm like, Oh, thank you. And we started talking and you know, now he's one of my best friends. So if not my, if not the best friend, so I,
0: it, thought it, I was your best friend.
1: Okay. Fine.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't tell Jonathan. Okay. It's a good thing we're not saying this into any recording devices.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Wait, is this mic bugged? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it's. You're, it, you're right, Aaron. Like, I think for the kids, the kids focus on Steven and Onion's thing. And even the dialogue chooses to do that. Like, it'll quiet down and Amethyst conversation, explain the, like, grown up adult stuff while the kid action is happening. Onion making Steven's face out of mashed potatoes and licking the back of it. And all these weird things that Onion does with food. But in the, if you listen at it and you watch it, you realize as an adult, oh, wait, this is really about Amethyst and Vidalia and Amethyst realizing that things have gotten really bad at home and she really needs another friend that she can go hang out with. And Vidalia seeing someone from her youth and having fun talking to her and telling her how much she idolized her and looked up for her. And that's why she's been painting her all this time.
1: Like, all of a sudden, I just wanted to start painting you again. And, like, Vidalia seems like that person who, like, like was on top of the world when she was a kid kind of thing. Like, big fish in a small pond kind of thing, but never left the small pond. And then just kind of stayed. Um, Not like that she's unhappy, but I think she just kind of, she always, the, this, especially with this episode, she seems like she just kind of was she's, there.
0: I mean, she's, she's kind of like a lax, hippie parent type she's yeah come on kids express yourself the way you want to uh, i'm just gonna go chill and paint in my slippers with my gun in the garage <laughs> and
1: i'm sorry i didn't see anything about a gun yeah doesn't like,
0: she she like walks into the garage holding a big shotgun saying you know what are you doing in here and she's like oh wait amethyst hey i'm i'm really certain that she's holding a gun am i, I am he, i misremembering I know we just no, watched it. I
1: know I don't think I don't think you're incorrect. I just don't remember the, <laughs> like I don't remember the exact moments, but I don't think, like my mind is also saying, I think you're right. So I think you're right. Um I also feel like I think it's a very deep relationship, but I also feel like it could have been a romance too. You know what I mean?
0: I think it really it, it's hard to say, I think, because this show is all women and it deals relationships so much that I think everything kinda has started to get painted with that brush did they were they and especially amethyst because we've seen how she made friends and then perhaps was more than friends with many people just because that was her nature um in this one i really see like just this this kinship of these two old friends who did crazy stuff you haven't you don't know what i've done in these shoes and uh, just all the fun things uh and I really like, you know, Stephen's maturity in this, where he's like, "I am done with this weird kid with his holes in the wall and his pet snake eye and his birth, his own birth on videotape given to him as a present that was from his so mother. Weird. I'm so done. Goodbye. I'm leaving." And then he goes down and sees like how much Amethyst needs this, and just like sucks it up and goes back upstairs and says, "Okay, I'm gonna take whatever you can throw at me."
1: Uh, sorry, uh, Patrick. Uh. DJ Patrick DJ Patrick The beacons are lit Gondor calls for aid because of my legs <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why do we make such fun of men's white legs and not women's white legs I'm going to go on a tangent for a moment cuz you 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 comment on your white legs all the time but your whole body is white cuz you can't tan You're a beautiful Irish man you burn immediately upon sun contact you're never going to tan but no one ever says, elizabeth your legs are so pale and i don't even think my i know my legs are as pale as yours but i just never really think about them in those terms
1: i i don't know and um i'm wondering if we blew out our uh, thing with that laugh cuz that oh, was super gosh. loud i'm sorry no don't don't apologize for laughing i was just <laughs> um, wondering if uh the um the, it's just like it was super loud so uh again <laughs> Uh, don't apologize. You know, no, it was like, a lot of times with ladies, it's, uh, like, alabaster skin and, you know, I suppose and so.
0: And yeah, men are supposed, like. men are supposed to be outdoors in the sun, working hard, providing for the ladies who need to stay indoors to preserve their beautiful skin. I, I guess there's something in there. If we were in Catherine the Great's time, perhaps, that what would, we, would, we would all think that way.
1: Uh, quite possibly.
0: <laughs> I really... I do like by the end, we have this cute little room of all the guys of uh uh gosh, invisible guy, and you have gals oh. too, Karen <laughs> just all these all these guys that he's been holding on to and this little womb shaped hide a hole in the middle of his house that no one else can go into weird guy, onion, weird guy
1: i am looking forward to no more onion centric episodes
0: <laughs> again. I think this is small in the scope of the Steven Bomb, just because we want to really focus on Amethyst, I think. And this is a good way to have that be the background, but really the foreground of this particular episode.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think this and and, and what I like about this episode is like how subtly it shows that Amethyst is going through, you know, a rough patch with everybody else. And she's, you know, having issues, too. And, you know, she's trying to help, but there's not much that she can do. And, you know, Pearl is dealing with everything. Uh, Garn- Garnet's dealing with everything. And, you know, she's just stuck in the middle.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, Which brings us to the fourth episode that we're discussing today, Historical Friction. Stephen is asked by Jamie to participate in a play funded by Mayor Dewey about Beach City's founding, with Pearl stepping in to provide a more historically accurate script. The return of Jamie, beautiful... Sweet Jamie, who just wants to be a star with his acting and his pulling Steven along with him to be the only other person who tries out for this play and Mayor Dewey funding the whole thing as political propaganda and just the way that they make all the silhouettes and the scene changes and all the different characters. It's, this is like our lighthearted breather. You know, even Onion Friend was pretty much emotionally driven the entire way. This one is a bit like, Hey, you want to figure out how people could really, you know, like, you know, and again, meta commentary on the show itself. Characters have to have growth. They have to have flaws. They have to fail sometimes so that it's better when they succeed. Again, all a little subtly talking about its own show.
1: I Yeah, there's some, um, and there's some kind of subtle digs at themselves almost or like not making fun of themselves, but they're like, you know, why would they be good at? everything the first time and it's like well because he never fails like, but that's not not great with character you have to show you know emotional struggle you have to be able to identify with them
0: that was the hardest thing when i was doing creative writing i liked all my characters too much i didn't want to put them in pain i didn't want to make them go through hell and it's like you have to though you really really have to i've thus because of my training have become incredibly shifty-eyed whenever you start your book and the characters having just the most beautiful life and their parents are great and their time is great and they're having such fun. Like, stop it. Stop toying with me. You know you're about to just rip the whole carpet out from underneath me. Don't play coy. I know what this is
1: (laughs) It's a it's a great little episode and um I like it whenever Mayor Dewey's around because, you know, Joel uh Hodgson and uh we get to see him interact with uh pearl a little bit which is always fun oh
0: god he has a major crush on pearl pearl who could not be less interested because again she's seen his ancestors you know ex- she has exactly who this man is she's not really interested in that <laughs>
1: <laughs> like this is not historically accurate at all at all like i like how the gems had something to do with uh uh, it, not only is it a gem monster, what, you know, just wrecks the ship, but then the gems have a a, uh, a hand in him staying.
0: Literally, Alexandrite, I, like, hand pushes them to the shore.
1: I wonder if uh, Mayor Dewey's ancestor saw part all. I'm like, I'm
0: staying. I'm, I'll stay here, I guess, for a while. And I'll name this after my poor lost first mate. I'm alive still. Beach City, it is then. <laughs> it's it's really funny. Again, I like just the dry wit of the characters of Mayor Dewey's son saying, "Wow, it's really cool that great great granddad, you know, had such complexity and had to go through stuff and kept trying no matter what." Like spells it out for all of us just in case you didn't get it, and everyone chanting Mayor Dewey at the end of it.
1: And and then uh, Jamie gets a job as the uh, Jamie gets director. to be the
0: director,
1: and he's just like. <laughs> Hang on just a second.
0: <laughs> Jamie is what I wish Roy Gilmore had become. He went out and tried to make it big in his profession, which he's very good at, failed terribly, went back to a small town. But then when it's had the opportunity to pick up a failing part of it, whether that's the theater or the newspaper, takes a job and says, Okay, and, like, make something of himself. I really want to see an arc where he becomes, like, a a major respected actor and director who started in Beach City.
1: Why, Elizabeth, it's like you're saying you didn't enjoy A Year in the Life of Gilmore Girls. It's
0: almost like I'm saying that, but this is a chill appreciation fan cast, and we don't talk about that kind of stuff here. (laughs) Uh, It's very, very good to see even just a shadow of Alexandrite just, like, show up and be like, well, we'll be messing with things from here on out. Seems fair. Okay, you really shouldn't be here, but if you're gonna say we're gonna be messing around with it, <laughs> fair enough.
1: I don't know if it's alexandrite, hun, because I don't know if um, garnet was or not garnet. Um, uh, uh, Amethyst was back; it was there back then.
0: The only reason I'm saying it could have been alexandrite is because we, she's the tallest thing that we've ever seen. She's not.
1: It could have been. She's uh, not
0: sugalite or opal or uh, sardonyx. She has a similar build with the forearms that Alexandrite does, but again, we don't know exactly. Could have been. You're right. There's no proof of it.
1: It could have been a, um, a uh, the first appearance or the sh- first shadow appearance of a fusion that we've not seen yet, because. Um, we've seen rose fuse with pearl, but we've not seen rose fuse with
0: anyone else yet. yeah, we have to I've been assuming this whole time that the giant statue that holds the temple is when all four of them fuse together, but even then, I'm not entirely sure of that. You give me a look. Have you never thought about that?
1: Nope, really nope
0: <laughs> it It could be not. But you're right, we've only ever seen the three of them. We haven't seen all four of them. I, that's what I was assuming.
1: I like how you can see the exact moment when I realized that.
0: <laughs> if you're watching it on our Facebook stream, that is. If you're listening to this on a purely audio medium and you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us every Tuesday night at 5 o'clock to talk about the latest five episodes of Steven Universe. Uh, and we will always note hour before, hey, we're about to start, so you can always come and join us.
1: Yeah, we uh, we try to share uh, amongst uh, a few pages, so uh, you can keep an eye out uh, everywhere.
0: And we do have some positive Pearl moments in this, of her just, you, you know, Stephen comes in, Steven! And she's just, oh my gosh, you're so talented! And to just see her, like, light up after she's just been, you know, he comes in and sees her sitting on the sofa, she must have been sitting on the sofa, like, for days, just just not knowing what to do and like, okay, I can help you with this. Okay, yeah, okay. Here you go. Here's here's what really here's what really happened. I was there.
1: And uh it w- and, like Mayor Dewey coming and sitting next to Pearl, I was like, So, you're Steven's uh, guardian, huh? Gets up and immediately goes and sits in the background.
0: <laughs> uh you know, I-, I do like I always like it when a show meta comments on itself. I liked it when Avatar did it. I like it when it does it here, to have a, a to have a real hero struggle. You know, I I imagine I imagine us watching this back when it first came out. I imagine that people watching this whole arc when it first came out and every day being like, they still haven't fixed this problem. Why aren't they? I don't like there being a rift here. I want them to get back together, and just having the ability to say, you must struggle, you must strive.
1: Yeah. And it's and it's like like why can't everything just be easy? It's you know again saying why can't everything be easy? And it's like because that wouldn't be a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of no wonder that Jamie uh, failed as an actor whenever wherever he went, uh, because he said, "What light through yonder stage left breaks?" He both paraphrased Shakespeare. And it's pointing the wrong direction. He pointed stage right, which is audience left. Because you are, whenever you say stage right, you point to your right, the audience left.
0: <laughs> you would, you little theater nerd. You would see all that.
1: Well, that's also a piece of trivia, so.
0: <laughs> you still would have figured it out, I'm sure.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: I do like when he, uh, Jamie's contemplating, how am I going to do this? You know, if I, if I do this historically accurate version Mayor Dewey could pull the funding. This could make or break my career. Don't you have to make money for it to be a career? This could make or break my hobby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just is <just laughs> like it pivots on a dime, like beautiful. Make or break my hobby, like, beautiful Jamie. Like, like yeah. something else. I kind of know about.
0: Like something else you are aware of of your beautiful, beautiful hobbies. Ah, yeah. uh, we are finally to the last in the bomb friendship. After the recent events, Pearl wants to redeem herself by capturing Paradot, who then traps the crystal gems in an old abandoned gem spaceship. Oh, Pearl, sweetheart, capturing Paradot is not going to fix the situation, and she should have noticed this sooner. It is not that is not what's at stake here. That is not the problem. It is, will not fix what's going on.
1: It reminded me a lot of uh, the episode of Shira that we just watched too. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's um. There's there's some uh, flawed logic there, Pearl, but uh it does put them into a situation where they're able to finally kind of finally talk.
0: Finally in, you know, a life or death scenario, but talk nonetheless. Uh so They figured out, Pearl has figured out a way to use Peridot's ship to track wherever she goes, which is very ingenious and clever, and in a different scenario would have been a very good thing, but as it stands, it's just another way that she's been working herself crazy, and it's because of Pearl's desire, deep desire to redeem herself in Garnet's eyes that Peridot escapes yet again, even though they have her right there, and... It's it's really sad to just see her come to terms. Like I am, I'm really messing it up, and I don't know how to stop because I want to make things right, and it's the only thing I can think of to do.
1: And it, the kind of manic uh, that she becomes uh, to find Peridot, and you know, and it, and you get to see a little bit more of Peridot. You get to see more of Steven just kind of be hi. We're here to capture you. <laughs> Just Steven being Steven, it's uh, really kind of funny. But the, the the fact of the matter is, is they... Uh, um, it, it, it's a fun episode because it also kind of leads into what's about to happen. Um, but
0: I forget, like, it's hard to remember exactly how he felt about Peridot the first time around. But knowing what is going to happen to her and seeing it now... I think they laid the groundwork pretty well. She's not a Jasper. Everything that they do to Peridot and the way that she interacts with the gems doesn't make... She, it makes her frustrating, but more of a inept, comedic villain as opposed to a dangerous, conniving villain.
1: Uh, a Baxter Stockman, if you will.
0: If you will. <laughs> I like that. Uh,
1: yeah, she's, she's a lot more... Um, she just wants to do her mission. She just wants to um get the stuff done. She doesn't want to hurt people. She will if they get in her way, but she just wants to finish her mission and and uh right now she's stuck on this planet where, you know, there's no tech, there's no
0: everything's so antiquated and these crystal gems and this Steven are Steven. always I love the way she says Steven. <laughs> and this is again, like everyone gets development in this. Again, they could have just had Amethyst go off to the side on this one. But we get to get some development for her. You know, Amethyst has to step in and try to get them to talk to each other. And she sees and recognizes that when they're stuck in the hole, wait, they actually could talk this out. We just got to make sure that they live long enough to actually do it.
1: <laughs> like, hang on.
0: Oh, thank goodness. And, and, and finally, at the, very, at the very, very end, just for her to fall back exhausted and smiling, like, Finally. revealing all of our thoughts about the whole thing as well. Like, (laughs) finally, the arc is complete. (laughs) It's
1: like a parent job. We did it.
0: (laughs) Yay! Uh, And then we finally get, with them trapped in this squeezed box, they finally have to come to terms with each other. They have to. Because it's the only way physically to break out and emotionally to reconcile. Garnet have to, like, just say, this is... You really hurt me, and Pearl saying, you know, I, I have to let you know why I did this. It doesn't excuse it, but it almost does. I don't have the the togetherness that you have, and I don't think I ever will, and I don't know how to get that. And Garnet realizing, like, you have to. Like, you are strong, and we all know you're strong. Now you have to recognize that you are strong. You have to take hold of that. Otherwise, I, I, this is going to keep happening.
1: Like, I look to you for strength sometimes. Like, like that's a huge, that was a huge line. It's like, you know, she's strong in a, a couple different ways. You know, Amethyst is strong in a couple different ways, and Pearl is strong in a couple different ways. But it's like, you know, the fact that she, the de facto team leader, looks to Pearl for strength sometimes, that's huge.
0: Yeah, especially with Pearl being a Pearl. The idea of her... Being attracted to people of power or authority, so it gives her purpose. Just the idea that she was for Rose Quartz, that she is for Garnet, that she even is for Stephen at some points. Like, he's more important. I have to do this for him.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like a, like, more like a, of a, a prince or something that, like, needs to be protected, but she still has that, that feelings of, of that towards him, too.
0: Yeah. There's, you know, we always, we talk about Pearl a lot. And I think it's because there's a lot of really deep, complex emotional issues going on with her. And she's done a lot of shady stuff. Like how she turns Connie into this single-minded knight. How she is obsessed with Rose and we need to talk in the way that she hurts Greg purposefully. uh, Breaking the tower so she can fuse on false pretenses with Garnet. Like she's done a lot of stuff. Amethyst seems to be critiqued mainly for... Her impulsiveness, uh, and try they try never to insult her for what she is, which is a product of the kindergarten. They, yeah. they don't want that to be what she's defined by. She doesn't want to be defined by that. But Pearl is uniquely like she is being criticized for what she is doing and who she is—a critique on her actual character.
1: Yeah, don't be. You shouldn't insult for what you are, but for your, um. Your decisions.
0: Yeah. And you can break beyond that. You don't have to be what a pearl has to be. Yeah. You can be anything. You can choose to serve instead of having to. You choose
1: to. who you want to be.
0: Yeah. Superman. Choose. Uh, I do love that they make the foot pun at the end. And we actually, that is like a really big development because we would have assumed, I had assumed up till that point, oh, that's just what Peridot looks like. For to just eject her foot off, like wait a minute, is she a robot? Like what's going on here?
1: Yeah, this is the first sign that Peridot is weird, a little bit off, and we'll, uh, in exe- especially in the next uh set of episodes, we are going to see a lot more of that. I'm actually really excited about the next set of episodes, so. Which we're um, we can talk about like the next five, but we're unsure about exactly how we're gonna do the next set because yeah, we had a discussion. Has,
0: yes, Aaron has informed me that the numbers still don't add up, and I'm no math magician, so I don't know if they ever are going to. But I do know that we will be talking about next time: Nightmare Hospital, Sadie Song, Catch and Release, When It Rains, and Back to the Barn. If we go one more, it will be too far and that's (laughs) not a pun that's just the title of that final episode uh yes we're gonna always try to do five episodes ago uh because most of these seasons now are 25 episodes long uh but if you're ever curious about what ones we are watching we always type out the titles uh before we get started with our live stream so you can follow along and they are in the descriptions of the episodes themselves on soundcloud and itunes
1: I, and I'm I'm really looking forward to at least the next few episodes. Um, there, I mean, honestly, um, looking between you know Nightmare Hospital and the very end, this is a really big set of episodes. Like I'm uh, like, there's some big shit that goes down in these in these episodes.
0: Well, it's and interesting I- you say that because those last five episodes of. Season two are, you guessed it, another Steven bomb. So that's why they all are so very important. So yes, I think we will do also too far next week so that the last five are that last five Stephen bomb. Just as the viewers would have seen it back when it aired in 2016, so will we do. Oh, he's counting on his fingers. Yeah, we Did absolutely,
1: have. Yeah, I think we should yep. just go ahead and do that. Um, because One the more next episode upon... to watch.
0: Oh, no. Shocks. Ah, oh, beans
1: uh so there yeah there's some really big episodes coming up so um i do think we actually got through season three um with uh, are you looking
0: ahead no no
1: no i'm not looking ahead but which is how we within the season two i'm pretty sure we got through season three i think season three is where we ended up at so um i'm really excited to continue and possibly um
0: Oh, yeah, we definitely got through season three. We then started season four. I know that because we saw what happened as a result of the end of season three, but we did not get anywhere near close to ending season four at all. So no. we are still in territory of episodes we have seen before. And if you also have watched before with us, we are glad to do this journey, this return journey with you. But be warned, there will come a point where we start to just lose our shit all the time because yeah, we've like, never what? seen this. No, what?
1: <laughs> what yeah, there's, it's been chill be... so
0: far. It's yeah. been calm. We know it's happening. We're gonna get to a point where we don't know what is happening. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: We have seen every episode um so so far, I, and I, like I said, I think we're gonna get to season three, and then at the end of season three, I think is when we th- that's start the point
0: going yeah. wild,
1: absolutely wild. Um, I'm excited uh, because I'm really excited that we're like we're already getting caught up in that point, mm-hmm. um, and that we're almost to you know to season three, which some really fun episodes happen. And you know, when I say fun, both i mean both and it's like they're fun to watch and that they're really fun episodes and um i'm really excited to get to season three however we got to get through season two first so um if you uh we just had a friend of ours taylor said he hasn't watched the show but loves the live stream so thank you so much taylor
0: well thank you we like talking about stuff uh I hope that we are informative enough that you could base an opinion, even if you haven't seen the show yet, about what you would be interested in seeing as well. Which uh, reminds me, Aaron, what do you think is your favorite episode Uh, of this Steven bomb?
1: I actually, I don't know. I would would have to say either Friendship or Keystone Motel.
0: I would think that my favorite one uh, might be Cry for Help, actually. The one that starts this whole thing off. I know that it's sad, but again, I don't know why. The sad ones are just the ones that I remember most. They're just so freaking poignant.
1: It is It is a really good episode. I'm, I'm mm. <laughs> we
0: changing our minds again?
1: No, I'm going to stick with Keystone Motel because it was really good to see Steven kind of break his mold a little bit. Um, so, I, But I would say probably Keystone and then Cry for Help for number two with uh, Friendship being number three. Historical friction and then Onion Friend, I I, and and again the gap between four and five is a lot smaller than it was you know at the beginning of the season, um or even you know in the second set. But it's hard, um, to compare some of these episodes because like historical friction is just a fun kind of breathe easy episode, whereas like Cry for Help is like, uh, a lot of shit goes down in this episode. Mm -hmm. So these are some really really good. Um, episode And like and like I said, what anytime, comes up. Yeah,
0: anytime Connie shows up or Fusion shows up, I am all for that.
1: That is true. And and uh, Sardonyx is a great Fusion. So. Oh,
0: gosh. I'm so glad we just – we saw a little taste of her. Again, because they finally do reconcile at the end of the last episode of Friendship yeah. and form Sardonyx to escape their predicament. That's great. We see her for just a minute. We don't even get to hear her. Just for a minute we get to see her. And I – I really miss her already and it's going to be a while before <laughs> we see her again but I do love her a lot.
1: I do like that it's like at the end when she's like there's only one way to get out of this she's like only if you're comfortable with it and and, and it's that's a huge step because it's like like she's, she's The idea
0: of consent so is so and in, in, continues to be increasingly incredibly important to the state of fusion as Garnet sees it and, and how it should be seen the idea that you must be okay with this you can't be cajoled or forced into it That's you it's not right be,
1: but, it, it it's, but it turns
0: wrong yeah. it turns it turns physically wrong or emotionally wrong you're either stuck at the bottom of the ocean with someone you hate or you've been mashed together in a bunch of body forms yeah
1: and it doesn't work proper so yeah. um yeah I, I would have to say that's that's probably my order there so i think yours is probably similar with the first two maybe switched
0: yeah I I think this was a great block. I'm glad that our five-episode layout just happened to coincide with a Stephen bomb, and I'm glad we're going to (laughs) see another one of them at the end of season two. Very exciting. Again, we planned this all out. We're super professionals.
1: Ah. (laughs) Totally professional.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and if you want to join in on the conversation, because we are a conversation. You we can, are an
1: experience. We are an
0: experience. You can hang out with us on our Facebook live stream.
1: Um, and be sure to check out our Married to the Idea page, where we have our normal episodes coming uh, coming out.
0: We have an episode coming out this week, don't we, Aaron? Do we? Uh, because we didn't release an episode last week, but the week before, we discussed Titan AE yes which means that this week we have a new episode coming out on friday yes <laughs> don't you look at me like that there's a schedule to keep
1: there is a schedule to keep i just don't know what episode we're going to talk about
0: i think i know okay maybe i'll hold on to that then
1: okay so <laughs> uh we have uh episode- if you have any recommendations we are always open um i know uh, with summer uh knocking on the door that there's going to be some uh summer specific uh episodes we'd love to do um but we are always open to suggestions um, or even crossovers. So, um, but be sure to hop onto that page so you can and subscribe so you can be uh, up to date. Uh, but uh, we will see you guys next week at 5 p.m. Same streaming channel, same streaming time.
0: And remember, only, only you can, can keep Beach city, city quarantined. quarantined.